1: We're back. Lucky Lefty Podcast, CFB Nation, presented by Twit. it It is. SD2 mics, you got. Lefty. By the way, Left, yo, Colorado is just aesthetically really beautiful.
2: Oh, man. I'm telling you, it's one of them places where I don't know how much I would live there but anytime i visit it's just a feel to it. it's just so naturally really beautiful you know mm-hmm. the mountains how they play into it how they set up that the neighborhoods and stuff i'm like man that, a nice getaway a different kind of getaway it's not like a, a cancun or nothing but it's mm-hmm. a solid great wolf lodge like you just in the mountains chilling with the with the wood house, you know that whole it's very serene i like denver a lot um would I live there? Probably not. I don't know. But from a visit, I'd go there all the time. Go there once a year.
1: Yeah, and the game once again, uh San Diego State, Colorado State. I messed up, Lev. I what? thought you had I thought you had an eight thirty start.
2: Uh seven PM tonight.
1: No, no, no. It's seven PM tonight.
2: I mean sorry, tomorrow night. Oh, you're talking about this this game or last game?
1: No, the last game.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it was the five- last game.
1: It was six thirty my time, yes. five thirty mountain I think.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, and I thought it ah. was later, and hmm. I missed it. That was, you I was know, mad it was too. Aaron
2: Taylor's game was later, the Fresno yes. versus San
1: Jose. The Fresno versus San Jose. That's the game I clicked over. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. So I was supposed to be I on got, that game. Wait, so I, I got was... another no. I got another Notre Dame dude, yep, which yep, I'm yep. cool yep. with. Yeah, I got another Notre Dame dude, but That's I was it, like, bro. I, I missed my guy. Nah. Aaron Taylor's big bro though,
2: you know, it's it's all mm-hmm. great. You catching somebody on that from that ND on that podcast or that broadcast. So mm-hmm. we, I was actually supposed to have a Fresno State game. But uh, you know, the, the big dog status, Aaron, you know, you can give it to him. Look, you got it, brother. Hey, you know, I'm just glad to get it get a game in. They
1: gave the in-state to the big guy, huh?
2: Yeah, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Hey, he's he's waiting on that crossover international.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You got you know he got away with people to retire
1: you know yeah that, that. Yeah, yeah 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 what's that's up with that
2: nobody wanna nobody wanna get old and retire no more
1: <laughs> hey my that's funny because my dad literally had the retirement conversation with me yesterday <laughs> no real talk you know and the only thing that has really made him think about it is his health issues he's he's yep. he's dealt with so right. I mean you know it it really that's what makes guys retire from sports right health. Injuries, Man, not being able you, you to recover for
2: about fifty years, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's, the, that's, that's the, true. That's the best part and worst part about it. If you get that spot where, like, you a James Brown, mm-hmm. you just show up every Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That good, that that, that good brown suit. He always be, you know, he be rocking them colors.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed.
1: You know who has, man, cause you can, man, you can turn. See, I'm going to say something, man. I think. You're going to do your thing. You're going to move up, and then you're going to pull a Jesse Palmer.
2: Ooh.
1: And you're going to start Ooh. going over to that news side and start hosting Holiday Bacon Championships. Right. I can see you hosting the Holiday Bacon Championships right. oh, like so Jesse Palmer, you? bro. Yeah. Yeah, selling us yeah. forming grills the Food Network. Yeah. 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 Cooking yeah.
2: with yeah. Martha Stewart? Oh, yeah. That. Eating,
1: testing pies and cakes all day. I don't know if you guys, if you follow Malik on Facebook, this that's all he does is post food and, and recipes, and that's it.
2: How delicious, though, right? I mean, I know it inspires a lot of y'all watching my Facebook to go home at night and be like, you know, let me try this little recipe I done seen on Malik's page.
1: That's what it's yeah. about.
2: Diversifying yeah. the palate. Gotta have an interesting palate. Can't eat chicken and rice and broccoli all day.
1: Yeah, it is uh so Mississippi State. Loses to Texas A&M fifty-one to fourteen, and left both head coaches get fired after the game.
2: <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait
1: a minute! I've never, I've wait never seen this, bro. Wait a minute! I've never seen this. I know Jimbo got this. fired. Yeah, Zach Arnott got fired today. The Texas Tech guy? No, the Mississippi State. Though. Oh, Mississippi Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm like
2: Texas Tech. Hey, and they played each other at the same. They played each other. So it was a
1: lose-lose. <laughs> I, I don't know if we'll ever see that ever again, bro. No, no, no. Like both Not coaches like that. from a no. game that they just played on Saturday got dismissed the, the same weekend. Week. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like, yo. What had to be going through those administrators' mind during the game? It was a good game. No, no it was a blowout. It's was 51-14. No, I'm just
2: saying it was a good game for one side over the other, but how do you get fired dude. after
1: for them to call a Board of Regents meeting on Saturday night after after a big win lets you know it was deeper than just a football field. Like, people just didn't like Jimbo. Like, it was like, it was almost like the Senate assassinating Julius Caesar, bro.
2: Oh, like they they really backdoored him for real.
1: But they just gave this man a contract with him, and then the buyout was like it's like they gotta 75 pay 76, 75, 76 million dollars. That's like Caesar was given, like, because you know, you weren't given lifetime no. reign in Rome, in Roman history. Caesar literally got that. Right.
2: He's right. the
1: first one to get that right until he dies. And then the Senate kills him, right? Because he fell out of favor. With cats for some of the things he did, like the whole Cleopatra and like Egypt thing, which
2: I, yeah, that's
1: right. based upon what I heard about Cleopatra, I, I ain't mad at you, Julius Caesar. Like
2: he was on, hey. he on his uh Shannon Sharp and um, Miss yeah. Nasty B. <laughs> <laughs> that developed to be a pretty good podcast. Him and Ocho, man.
1: Yo, so. You know, like I haven't read, you know, Andrew was saying in the chat that they had made the decision Thursday night. I know the Board of Regents met and maybe they were just meeting saying, OK, how are we going to get this money? Maybe that was the meet. Basically, like yeah. we got to pay this dude 76 million. How are we going to get this meeting? And then what are we going to do moving forward? You know, but my whole thing is uh, that's just something I don't think we would ever see in college football. Two coaches from the same game and just play the NCAA. I mean, see more of it.
2: You might see more of it. I think Mm. that the transfer portal, the demand to win now with NIL being included, Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of these programs are looking at these coaches like, man, we're spending a lot of money for this NIL to be a six and eight team or whatever, you know. So, I think that uh, it's just the volatility that's that's happened in sports,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. particularly college football. They're not waiting on you to get. Like a Coach Martin where at Miami, he went three losing seasons until he finally started turning around. I don't think Marcus Freeman got three losing seasons
1: in him.
2: Not at Notre Dame.
1: Well, he's never had a losing season, but I understand according no, I don't, to Notre sorry, Dame. I don't
2: think he has the the, the the room to have a lose, maybe one losing season.
1: Him, I don't even think mm, – Brian Kelly got one. Brian Kelly got one, but it was after what, six, seven years?
2: You think they're going to allow Marcus
1: Freeman to go under No, 500? no, 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 I do not. I do not, no.
2: <laughs> he 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 shoot under 500, he might not make it through the whole season. You know, they're going to be on his neck. That's like what, losing? I the, do not. If we lose like the first three games or something next year, or something crazy, we can't. I don't even think he has a, a three-game slip that he can have right now. He can't lose three games in a row.
1: Bro, I just <laughs> that's, you know.
2: I'm just saying that's how hard
1: that dude because Texas a and ms Texas A&M it's already out there's no secret Texas A&M is going after Dan Lennon
2: oh I thought they was going after Urban
1: no they're going after the Dan Lennon but I don't know if and they not, can out not Dion? I don't know if they can outbid Phil Knight that's that's gonna be tough. now that's a lot that's a lot of money down to Texas A&M bro that's a lot oh, of oil yeah, money yeah yeah but the I think Bill Knight got some deep pockets, bro. <laughs> look, but got- that man, hey, look, this man pays Michael Jordan 50 million every year. <laughs> 50 mil. Cut the check every year.
2: He got a right.
1: If that man could cut a check to Michael Jordan for 50 mil every year just for some shoes.
2: For some shoes, man.
1: How much money is this dude making, man?
2: Now, you talk about NIL deal for Dan Lanning.
1: Man, this dude, Michael Still Jordan has a, probably. Wait a minute, and this is the crazy thing. Do you really... <laughs> do you understand that... I forget. Somebody wrote an article. I have to post the article, dude. The Michael Jordan deal with Nike does not die when he dies. When he dies, it gets broken up to his three kids. And if I'm not mistaken, once his kids die,
2: then it's over.
1: No, I think it's like five more years before it expires. So it's five years with his grandkids before it finally expires. What what company is that around here? The the contract is like bananas left. It's like, dude, LeBron got.
2: That's why they didn't tell us the details. That's probably the same thing LeBron got how Nike automatically signed his son and you know how all that go but man that's a retirement plan that you can't even
1: bro it is crazy life. but that's what I'm saying if he can if that man can pay that every year? Texas, Texas A&M might as well yeah, y'all might just want to not don't even waste your time you don't think even Dan Lanning can leave
2: on you? Just, just you know for him to be the top prospect yeah. for another school I think that's kind of crazy
1: It's probably easier to recruit to Texas A&M in the South. He's going to the Big Ten. Would he rather be in the Big Ten or the SEC? I mean, there's some things to
2: consider. You got Texas, Oklahoma in there too now in the SEC.
1: So now that kind of connects the rivalries again. Texas and Texas A&M is a rivalry? Oh, yeah, before the SEC thing. Oh, from yeah, I, 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 going I, I, back to the Big Twelve, heck yeah, heck yeah. So that you know, Texas AM and has me. some things, some attractive things they could put on the table to Dan Lanning, besides the guap.
2: Man, at this point, man, the guap, it, with money that they that they're going to be talking,
1: yeah,
2: because Michigan State trying to give out a hundred mil to somebody, so that I can only imagine know.
1: with Texas. Yeah. <laughs> And it may not yeah. even be the cash.
2: It may just be the benefits. Yeah. Would you rather have the luxury benefits in Texas or luxury benefits in Oregon? I'm talking about luxury like, you know, Kirk Herbst. I want some of them uh, Kirk Herbst Street luxuries. You know, that's what I'm shooting for. You know, he get the, the
1: chefs and the charter. And, the, man, that brother be. Dude, he, he was, he was, his dog was running on the field down in Georgia before the game. Like, his <laughs> actual dog. He brought his dog on the trip. And he was running on the field yeah. doing warm-ups. I'm
2: yeah. like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, that brother is like Street is like a rapper. He just fly around, drop in, do his little thing. I mean, he got the catered chefs. Like, chefs travel with him.
1: I'm not mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: that's, that's the benefits right there. Now, now you doing game Thursday, Saturday game, college game day. You're doing a Monday night game. You know, you, you working. Yeah catching a lot of catching a lot of charters but
1: yeah man. i'm not yo yeah that's a blessing that's a blessing but we'll see how that works out you know of course notre dame starts off 24 down the college station against texas a&m it's gonna be a new team new quarterback i mean elko if elko goes does he bring riley leonard with him right but then the court then you have to look at this connor wegman transfer from texas a and i think texas a&m Yesterday had three kids jump in the portal, left. They like they announced they announced Jimbo was gone. Three dudes jumped in the portal. They probably jumped with him. He said, well, You like, know where I'm going. Wow. Like this is this well, is crazy. Yeah. You know, it is, this is one of those things. So help us, LL Nation. How long does it take before you know? You have one of those ones left and i were discussing going back and forth discussing cj stroud yesterday that's right and i text left and i'm like yo this guy cj stroud what he's doing i'm like yo this is this is ridiculous man and left was like what do you mean and i'm like dude this dude is acting like he has a ps5 controller out there every week like i don't think the pittsburgh defense has given up more than 23 points all year left did you know that i i didn't oh wait a minute my fault there's one quarterback that put up 30 on the pittsburgh Stiller defense guess who it was
3: cj oh, oh, no,
1: Stroud. yeah team five and four they already banged the Jaguars once at Yeah, they, they banged us too, boy. So, Jacksonville has to go to Houston with a one-game lead in the division. They do a rookie quarterback. Houston was picked to win three games left. Three. was supposed to be back in the draft. New head coach D'Amico Ryan's doing a fabulous job.
2: Right? fabulous they're, job. That's have been doing good, man. That's how you win. A defensive head coach with a quarterback that's generationally talented,
1: it works well together. Uh, but left said he's not ready to, to say he's
2: one of them ones yet. No, no, no. I think he's having a great, tremendous year. But football is a funny thing, man. You have to have a currently updated resume. And and you have to stack years. Because if this was the case, man, the amount of people that, that we would have hoisted to that level of greatness after just one year, you know, you have a lot more Hall of Famers, i tell you that. So, I do think that CJ is – all the right things are happening for him. And yeah. it's it's good to see that because it just as easily look like Bryce Young where nothing yes. good is coming from him. But then that take when you take a step back, you look at it and say, okay, guys that are talented can operate well if they have pieces around them. And I think CJ is a huge proponent of that, mm-hmm. having a really good offensive line basically telling the team to draft Tank Dell in the draft, with
1: you. right.
2: I mean, you, uh, you bring, you coming with your own luggage. So I do hey, think when,
1: when you hit on three playmakers in a draft. I
2: mean Yeah. And then you, yeah, we, we forgot about our good old good old first round defensive end first round pick and Willie Anderson mm-hmm. and Willie Anderson. So I think that, uh, it's one of those things where they just—they just got everything right for this year, and they're in a division that's very winnable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were—we were begging Jacksonville to win a division because it's so light that we thought, you know, coming off of last year's playoff run, we like, oh, we about to sweep the division again. It's getting a little tougher, so I think CJ for where he's playing at and what he's got around him. I mean, hey, if you can hold on to that, I could see him being a top quarterback in the league in the near future, but. You know, same thing for Jalen Hurts. It's like Jalen Hurts is having a nice run right now
3: mm-hmm.
2: that he's playing well in. It's hard for me to say he's great or one of the greater quarterbacks in the league. I think, you know, you have a number one defense, number one offensive line. A.J. Brown is like the best receiver. I mean, that brother is is something a force. Mm-hmm. And then you add A.J. Brown with a Devontae Smith a force. I mean, hey, you, it's hard to play bad to be honest with you so i think for what it is for what you can look at CJ's year in a vacuum it's a great year in a vacuum is he one of them ones i think he's got a good amount of talent that for me it even with Patrick he had a great first year when he fully started i wasn't quick to say he was the
1: oh, pat first year was banana
2: <laughs> but pat uh... has followed up years stacking when he lost Tyreek Evans I mean Tyreek Hill he's really been emptied out at receiver and he actually is making the receivers better you remember that when he used to praise Tom Brady so much for taking dudes out of Walmart dudes from the post office dudes from the middle school and going out there making them look like something Mm -hmm. that's what Patrick has crossed over into which is why I'm saying man he's he's great now, CJ can cross over to that. Because think
1: about it. CJ's let having me, to let here, me let like say Carson Wentz. Let me say something that goes against what you're saying, but is about, is about to make you happy. I guarantee when I say this, you're going to be like, "Son, finally. I guarantee this, right? Because I know you're like, man, I ain't, I'm not giving him that one of them ones yet. And this goes to Papa Smurf. This is Papa Smurf. You inspired me to go out there on this limb. Papa Smurf said anticipation, accuracy, poise, arm strength. CJ is really top eight quarterback in the NFL right now.
2: Listen, it all looks good.
1: I'll take CJ Stroud over Justin Herbert and Josh Allen right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey,
2: listen. You know,
1: this I'm is my opinion. personal opinion of how I want my quarterback to play. I would. Like hey, wait. And Justin Herbert was phenomenal against the Lions yesterday. See, and that's a good—that's
2: a good thing that you brought that up. I love that phenomenal. That I love that you brought that up because I still feel the same way I felt about Justin Herbert when he got drafted. I just don't think he's the winner that his talent matches with. I think he's mm-hmm. been blessed with a lot of great ability, but at the end of the day, it's about winning games. I don't think he's a winner from a personality standpoint. Where I feel like, oh, I will and I'll get behind a Justin Herbert and we'll win this game. I think he'll do enough to play good and have everybody have a chance. But when you talk about that it factor, I think CJ has more of an it factor than a Justin Herbert. And I would agree with you. I would take uh, CJ over those two. But going back to saying if he's great, that's like saying Carson Wentz was great when he was 14-1 and one and had the ACL. Mm. He was never the same after
1: that. Donnie Cruz, you might be on to something, brother. Yep, 2.0.
2: Better mm-hmm. stats, less wins. <laughs> Better stats, stay same, same same, place in the division. You're never going to be the number one in the no, division. We're not,
1: we're, not blaming, we're not blaming Justin Herbert. We're not blaming Justin Herbert. Justin no, Herbert, had. he's had plenty of opportunities to win games at the end of games and not come through.
2: Yeah, that's all we're saying. We're not denying You're his He
1: had plenty. As much as you want to talk about how bad the defense played against the Jaguars in that playoff game, Justin Herbert had opportunities in the second half to put more points on the board.
2: And that's where it comes down to moments. We get so caught up in looking at the damn stats. Oh, he threw for 400 and four touchdowns. But on that third and eight, when the game was on the line, he threw it in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Game over.
1: Now Donnie now, now. Cruz said he'll take him on his Giants, bruh. At this Jeez. point, <laughs> how did how does a guy like DeVito get drafted? Dude, that was the starting quarterback I had to work with for my Fighting Illini last year, bro. But listen, you with all the talent still we had, game man. That's what we had to work with. So he
2: was decent in college. I mean, he put up some. No, he games was right not.
1: There. No, he was not decent. You're know, you not going to say decent? Oh, man, he was not dude. A, 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 a second string quarterback for the Fighting Illini just put up 500 yards this weekend. Devito did that versus LSU when they went I down. Was, I don't know what he did. I know with the he talent he it. had, with Chase Brown and that offensive line last year, and the defense they had, that dude could put up points against the team, major teams. That's all I know. Man, you know one
2: thing is one thing is an interesting dynamic is to watch Jaden Daniels flourish under Brian Kelly. Are you going to say that's a development thing? Yeah, see,
1: Tommy DeVito was decent. At syracuse until notre dame walked into yankee stadium and smacked
2: smacked him him around and
1: showed him who he really was then he decided to get out of there but man look this is the debate guys look the inspiration came because yesterday left it's a sunday the nfl is on left nfl games everywhere it's better better viewing for me because the bears not playing i I get to watch good football (laughs) Stress-free. You did
2: stress-free
1: Sunday. I get to watch quality football because the oh, Bears are not playing. Quality. <laughs> quality football. And you know I'm sitting here, I'm watching the Chicago Blackhawks, bro, on a Sunday in the afternoon. Hmm. And why am I watching the Chicago Blackhawks? Because they got a freaking 18-year-old by the name of Connor Bedard. Oh, the first-round pick. That guy, right? And this dude, Connor Bedard, is on the road. Has like three multi goal games, five out of six games where he scored a goal. He's 18 left, he's 18, and he's revitalized an entire franchise left. Oh, just he's revitalized really he, the entire like city, it. entire city just revitalized. Wait a minute, you he's
2: know, really that good for real.
1: At eight, and then wait a minute, let me explain. Let me because you can go to my Twitter feed right now. This dude. At 18 scored two more goals yesterday while I was watching, left. Oh, two he more flipped on and he was like, Oh, Sean watching, let me go quick. Sean watching, let me go ahead and give him two more. He gives me two more goals, left, and he scores a goal from the craziest angle, bro. He was literally at a 45-degree angle, no, a 90-degree angle with the goalie and put it top shelf in the corner, left. I said, I'm done. I tweeted out Chicago. I think we got one of them ones.
2: Oh, like you really like do. that?
1: We don't even have to wait. I don't have to wait for the full season. Chicago, we got one of them ones. And I'm. I knew. I told you. I watched Derrick Rose as a sophomore in high school and was like, "Oh, Chicago, we got one of them ones. We got one." And I told Chicago yesterday on Twitter, "We got one of them ones." This dude Connor Bedard, eighteen, he one of them ones. Oh, he's one of them ones. Yeah, he's he's one of them ones. So now we have to break down the conversation. Is it much more difficult to be one of them ones in football than the other sports? I think it's easier. I think the easiest sport is probably basketball.
2: From a from a if you yeah, LeBron see
1: LeBron the- was one of them LeBron was one of them ones when he was 15. I mean, yeah. Derrick Rose was one of them ones when he was 16. Like you do, you if you're one of those ones you don't have to wait for the dude to get to Dude, if you watched in New Magic Johnson when he was in high school, you knew he was one of them ones. Dude, watch his documentary on Apple. Oh, stats, high his, his high school stats? This dude, if I'm not, he averaged a triple double in high school, but he was averaging like 34 points a game, <laughs> Well, like 15 assists and 12. With no it, shot. Was, it, was, it was with no shot. It was stupid.
2: Yeah. Damn.
1: You knew he was one of those ones, and it's that. I think basketball is easiest. Hockey has had, dude Gretzky early in his rookie year, Mario Lemieux early in his, Eric Lindros early, and Eric Lindros was just like concussions. Yeah. Um, uh, not Stamkos, Uh What's the other kid that plays for the Oilers? Um. But dude, hockey—you can tell early on, like, okay, this dude—he might not have a team around him, but he's one of them ones. Yeah. And he'll do, CJ—I'm just telling you, CJ is looking like one of them ones, bro. Like, who was that? Was is Cal Hamilton the last one of them ones for Notre uh, Dame?
2: No, uh, I mean, if you consider Aldrick one of them ones, I guess yeah.
1: Thank you, Andrew. Crosby was definitely Sidney Crosby. They played the first game, right? Against each pro. other. Who was that? The the, the 18-year-old and, and and Crosby. They that was their
2: first, yeah. the first game. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He played against Crosby, his first game. Dang. Yeah, he went on the road against Tampa Bay last week, up against Stamp Coast and lit them, lit their tail up for two goals and two assists. I'm like, yo, this is 18. This, Fam, and then the second goal was better than the first one. Left. Wow. I wish I could play it, you know, without you know getting the YouTube YouTube mad at us. The actual, I I'll post the second goal on my Twitter. The first goal is already up on my Twitter feed. Yeah, Hannah Hidalgo for Notre Dame women's basketball. She one of them ones. She's one of them ones. You could, tell, you could tell again, South Carolina was killing them, but you could tell. Oh, she belonged.
2: How they go? I wonder how they going to do that in Olivia. Are they going to one and two guarded or
1: what? Man, you play both of them together. What's his the doggo smaller than Olivia Miles, and Olivia is a man, true man, dude. If you can coach, if you can coach, hey, you put both of them on the floor. We don't worry about yo, the rest. She's gonna later.
2: hold that down. That's her specialty.
1: Those man, two, look, that's
2: her specialty.
1: Look, one of Wimby definitely one of them ones. Man, that one. Man, one. one of
2: them one, one them
1: one. He's dude. dunking
2: outside the outside the restricted.
1: <laughs> it's one of the ones, man. But football, I I I you know, I'll pause on CJ. Just, I'll just pause give it a little CJ. time. CJ man. has CJ has exceeded my expectations. Yes. He has exceeded my expectations.
2: Well, mainly cuz he stayed healthy. I mean, look at Anthony Richardson. No, hurt, that's true. That's Bryce true. Young hurt. I mean, guys, hell, Malik Willis hurt. Mm-hmm. So, half of it is being healthy and CJ's done a great job but also your old line did a good job holding you up. So, the division is I mean, I, I I do believe CJ has the talent to be one of those ones. It's just football is just I think measured on a different scale than so. other sports.
3: Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea. Your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football.
1: Keep it twisted. What's more important? Me and Ryan Roberts, we kind of got to this on Friday. Is it more important for Notre Dame to develop playmakers or recruit one of them ones. Recruit playmakers.
2: What's harder or what's better?
1: What's what's more important now moving forward? It's gotta be development
2: because at the end okay. of the day, you 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 putting so much to the recruiting effort. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think if it was if it was the previous administration, I think we would put a lot more credit and effort in the transfer portal. But when you're talking about building a program as a young coach, development has got to be one, if not two, on the top mm-hmm. things on your board because it's about retention. And if yeah. you're looking to have a future and not just like a head coach at a max school where you try to pump it up and then get big and do nice things and then leave, yeah. I'm sure Marcus Freeman wants to be there plus five years. So development has to be what he leans on as he gets farther away from the whole nuance of oh you're the, the head coach we love because da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. at year four or five that's that's over
1: yeah.
2: we need to see what that that 23 that 24 class kid that you recruited looks like in 27
1: and see for me the 25 class which i estimated last week 25 class in my opinion is going to end up being marcus freeman's best recruiting class
2: that's deuce nice year
1: yes 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 because i predicted that notre dame might get up to before the end of the year they might get up to it's a possibility they could end up with double digit commits by the new year and i'm talking about some yo the way they're trending at the safety position which has been a struggle from a recruiting standpoint that is like that's the that's the beacon like, oh snap, we get we getting safeties, we got a chance to really get some playmaking safeties. Now we're cooking with Greeks, and we, we got tried our- we tried to
2: get the playmaking transfer safety from Northwestern, that guy. And I'm
1: like, uh, you know, you we don't, just have to bring that dude up.
2: I don't think we've made like how would you, if out of 10, what would you grade our transfer recruitment, transfer portal recruitment?
1: Of the so guys we brought you in, you can't because you have to put no name on a and scale, bro, because they're not playing by the same rules. As no, I'm saying has.
2: for for the guys we brought in, how would you grade that? Is that an A? Is
1: that a B? I like I like what Javante Jean Baptiste has done. He's I been really productive. Really he's I been, he really got do. A sad, I think he's played. Classmate. I think he's played. I think he's played really well. Uh, That's like Thomas, a B grade. Thomas Harper has been really good when he's been healthy. When he, I mean, but damn, availability is the best. You know, availability, but he's played a lot. He missed like two or three games but for the most part. Yeah. He, he's been there and he's been part of a very good secondary. Um, the Rhode Island kid can't get on the field. Yeah, I know. You know, so I don't know if that's – he's played. But he's got another year, right? I think so. I think yeah. so. And they might be able to redshirt him because I don't know if he's played more than four games. Um, Jack Cone was a very successful quarterback
2: for what we needed opinion. at the time.
1: Me and Skaronic, Skaronic was a very good transfer. Really, I, I didn't, I mean, I
2: um, saw ben Skaronic put up and
1: ben Skaronic, him and Javon McKinley was a prop, bro. Oh, but, that, that that combination right, cool. was come on, come on, come on. You're talking, about bro. Me. Did you look at the numbers Ben Skaronic put up in Notre Dame?
2: Man, I man, and you got you to gotta educate me on Ben Skorani because I have been out on him ever since he popped up on the field. And I had to tweet,
1: who is this dude? How, Malik? That's all you argue is that at Notre Dame is a look for dudes. How do you think he ended up in the NFL with the Rams?
2: Man, it's the biggest surprise to me. Like, it's that, not that's because he was at Northwestern. It's an enigma, it's an enigma for me. But it's not I'm because
1: like, he was at Northwestern. It's because of what he did at Notre Dame.
2: Man. I gotta I gotta check the highlight tip because I wasn't a fan when he was at Notre Dame. Then I turn around a couple years later, he's catching in the Super Bowl. I was like, and he's like a main receiver right now. Like what? So yeah, Ben Skoranek has shocked me, to be honest with you. I I wasn't very high on him at Notre Dame. I don't know what it was because maybe it wasn't the impact on the receiver room. Cause we had Kevin Austin at that time too, so you know. Shout out Ben Skaronic, man. Go ahead. Definitely elevated since coming from Notre Dame. Because I don't think he was gonna get drafted at Notre Dame. I mean at Northwestern.
1: Oh, Ben Skaronic? Yeah. No, he definitely doesn't get. Nah, no, he had uh what 30 catches for 459 with five touchdowns. Hey, I wish we had that now at the wide receiver position.
2: We don't have receivers we... five touchdowns this year, do we?
1: No. Come on,
2: he ain't not even look at you He ain't even punch nothing on the on the keyboard, Sean.
1: <laughs> Bro, he didn't even. You didn't even look down to try to stroke a key, Bro. To try to See, punch people. It in people, the seat. people need to relax. I didn't say Dan Scaronic was an all star. I said he made it to the league off of what he did at Notre Dame. That's a fact.
2: I'm with John, it? I'm with John Massey, man. Uh he had one good game I saw. <laughs> John, I'm with you, man. I you know, Sean's convincing Convin- me, but I then, don't know. I ain't so gone, gone, he see? only
1: played one year. He played two years. I remember every play
2: Jack had. Jack had an impactful transfer year.
1: No, no, no. First of all, I didn't. First of all, he's nowhere near what Jack Cone was. <laughs> okay, we can relax. agree on that. Okay, people, people, see. Stop taking stuff out of context, dude. Relax. I just tried to show the man some love because he was about <laughs> to throw him in the dirt. Malik's about to have the man Ben Skaronic all dirty. I just tried to show the man some love, and everybody want to <laughs> overreact. Like, relax, dude. relax, dude. John Massey
2: feels man. We 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 critical with. But if
1: you say what you want to say, instead of saying freaking Charlie Jones, we can say freaking Ben Skaronic because I'll take Ben Skaronic's production right now over anybody else in the wide receiver room. y'all can sit up and laugh about that. Give me his 29, 459, and five (laughs) touchdowns right now. Give me that right now. What I'll is our leading score? What is our leading receiver stats right now? I think that's a. That's I think Chris Tyree think. is the leading receiver, if I'm not mistaken. Really?
2: And I don't even see him getting the rock. Man, we. You really darn good. right.
1: You darn right. We got a stand in Notre Dame. When is Notre Dame wide receiver room gonna live up to it? You're right. I agree. That's why I say freaking Charlie Jones. Oh, no, this goodness. year I I I got this over the weekend. Like I don't know because his stats made up change, but this is as a Friday. the new phrase is freaking Lawrence Keith. Former Notre Dame wide receiver. At Tulane,
2: is easy. This
1: dude has seven touchdowns. I want to say like 600 yards. I think he had 39 receptions as of Friday. Freaking Lawrence Keys. Freaking Lawrence Keys. man. That's my boy, too.
2: Shout out to Lawrence Keys. I hit him up all the time, man. It's a shame that... How does that get away? That's the slot receiver we've been missing? What...
1: How does that, how do you not play that? And he got a quarterback down there, Michael Pratt. I'm so. sitting up here. You know what's crazy? I looked at the stats last night. This cat, Tobias, is averaging 20 yards of reception, though.
2: How many, how many receptions? He you only have? has 11. Oh.
1: But he's averaging 20 yards of reception. And I'm sitting up here like, wait a minute, fam. Okay. As much as you're down on this dude, this dude's still averaging 20 a pop.
2: But on 11 catches, it's like...
1: That's That's the uh, problem.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. Like,
1: we know he had to do... He had to uh, say something to Sam Hartman's girl or something has transpired.
2: 11 receptions in, in, in what, a total of 13 in two years? Golly. See, that's not good for a guy that's... I'm just saying. That's not good. 13 receptions in his career. He's been there for three years.
1: I oh, don't know, man. My man has is averaging over 20 yards to pop, bro. To me, that that sounds like potential. Now, I would be trying to find a way John Massey, y'all gotta stop, bro. We told y'all early in the season after the Duke game that there was some issue between Tobias and Sam Hart. Got to be. We told you in the Duke game, Tobias quit on routes where he had beaten defenders. Doesn't even look he back. He, he didn't look back. He's like, this no, dude is not throwing back. me the ball. And I've seen way too much film of tight ends, sec, second tight ends, and Tobias Merriweather, who multiple people that were at the Clemson game said on three different occasions, Tobias ran by Clemson DBs, and Sam Hartman never looked his way. And it, he was one-on-one. Like, that should have been the read. Like, oh, man, he's one-on-one. Let me throw it to him. So I'm not about to sit here and put all this blame on Tobias Merriweather, dude. It's some dysfunctional stuff happening in that program, dude. Flat out. It's some dysfunctional stuff happening in that program. Everybody has to be accountable. There's no excuse for quitting on the route. None at all. None at all. Well, there's some, there's, some, there's some really bad dysfunctional stuff happening, man. Mm. It just is, man. Some dysfunctional I'm surprised stuff happening, that,
2: uh, bro. I'm surprised that Marcus Freeman hasn't spoken on that dysfunction. You know, he want to blame field position. Talk about something we want to know. Why is the, the connection not working? That's a great question. Going into the next presser for Marcus Freeman, I need to, I need to know what happened. Like, Cause Sam Sam turns turns mountain, uh molehills in the mountains making thousand yard receivers. I mean, Tobias is the closest thing to a, a Perry that he had at Wake Forest. And he got 11 receptions from a guy that I'm, I'm
1: was left. thrown for over
2: 12,000 yards.
1: Bro, all I'm telling you is Is it scheme? That's why we're talking about this subject, bro. That's what, that's what, dude. People, before the season, everything that had happened from Deshaun Watson to Hop, D-Hop, to the owner getting caught saying racial things about the, the uh, minority players in the NFL, right? That getting reported. Um, the new uh, GM, the way he got the job, back during the previous GM and being a, and, huh? snitch, and being a snitch all that stuff, all of that scandal wait, was the... Wait a I minute, let me finish. Out. All of that scandal was with the Houston Texans. That was their... That was everything. This is what playmakers do, left. Playmakers and coaching, nobody's talking about any of that, left. All of that stuff wow. that preceded, D'Amico Ryan, C.J. Stroud, and Will Anderson showing up, the Houston Texans were looked at as the laughing stock of the NFL, right? You remember how they treated Lovey Smith, and Lubby and Smith screwed them the last game of the year by giving them the second overall pick instead of the number one pick by winning that game at the end with the owner Good. on the sideline, wanting him to lose the game? All of that stuff was hovering around the Houston Texans. It's all changed because of a head coach. And winning. A playmaker at defensive end and a playmaker at quarterback. Amazing how playmakers can change your fortune. And see, we can talk about all this.
2: So the Bears are going to follow suit, is what you're telling me.
1: All I'm telling you is, we can talk about (laughs) all of this scheme, game planning, coach. We can talk about all that. Some playmakers show up on this roster. Watch how everything changes. Just watch. I don't care if you develop them or you recruit them, and they end up being one of them ones as a freshman. Watch how things change.
2: Yeah, I think, like you said, they a lot of distraction that could take place and it's amazing what winning and a good player can cover up for like LeBron in Cleveland, Mm -hmm. all the dysfunction going on in Cleveland and LeBron going to nine straight finals. So I do think CJ has the Deshaun Watson potential, but even with Deshaun Watson, they were losing games. And he was playing well. So it, it it just shows it takes a little bit more of having pieces around you, even if you're mm-hmm. a standalone good player as a quarterback to really get that that label on you. It's not until you make the receivers around you better that we have yeah. never heard of before.
1: That I I personally do that. Let me ask you a question because especially with what you do now and being in locker room. Damico Ryan. You have to understand, like, this This organization viewed as a horrible organization, predicted to go 3-14 and 14 on the year, right? Rebuild, right? D'Amico Ryans came in and said, hell no. What y'all talking about? We ain't, this ain't no rebuild. Uh-huh. You can tell. He was like, dude, no, this ain't Carolina. Let Carolina rebuild. Let Carolina go through that. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's like I'm a winning coach. I just came from San Francisco. We winning games. Yeah, yeah, we winning games. You know, slow start. over see, yeah, man. I don't want to do. I don't. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what you want to hear. Within that's what you want to hear from Marcus Freeman. Like, man, all the excuses of injuries and all. Man, look, we, man, we're Notre Dame. We win games. That's what we do here. We win ten plus games every time. 10 games is like the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. Anything below that, it's unsatisfactory. That's it. That's why I love D'Amico Ryan. He has to be one of the top candidates for the coach of the year.
2: Yeah, alone. Like right now.
1: This man on the verge of possibly winning the
2: division. Getting to the playoffs with a rookie rookie quarterback. Like fresh out the draft. Fresh Fresh out. out. The draft day suit.
1: You know, and that is, you know, I agree with development because me and Ryan were split because he was like, No, nah, you, we need to develop playmakers. So I'm like, Man, I need some, I need some dudes. I need some dudes that walk in off the street as a freshman. Like, hey. but having dudes and no development gives you a team that is always going to fall short. Like, no, a no, team. No. you need both. I'm not, no, I'm just saying, when was the last time Notre Dame had? one of a them dude?
2: yeah to it Jalen Smith Will Fuller that's that's yeah. just the three that stand out as the, as the recent was Michael Mayer a dude I just think he was a good football player you know well
1: you you might be able to call Joe all a dude even though he didn't start from a jump once he got in there his true freshman year okay
2: Yo, oh, he,
1: Michael Mayer. He wouldn't get
2: that many receptions on any other team. I tell you that.
1: Yeah, the offense is really tailored to Michael Mayer.
2: I mean, I mean, like, and then and it's just unfortunate because he's in the same class or he was at the same era as Brock Bowers, a real dude. So I hate that. That's just where they land in in football timeline. Mm-hmm. Is no different than David Robinson and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. They playing during the same time. they both great players. But you 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 can tell the difference between a Brock and a Michael Bayer. And I love Michael Bayer.
1: So I'm going to make you happy, love. Pause. Pause. I know how cats get in the chat trying to be funny. But I'm going to say this because what's the one position on the defense side of the ball, you've been begging though today. Safety, to go safety. Get,
2: Oh no, no, no. Uh, nasty interior D lineman
1: <laughs> I had an opportunity to interview Sean Savigliano, 6'3, 330 pounds. There we go. That's the right Notre way. Dame from Florida.
2: Oh, and we got to say oh. in the
1: interview, he said, All I've heard from Notre Dame fans and other people is that I remind them of Lewis Nicks, the way I am, the, my personality, the way I play. Okay. And, and we talked about it, but that ain't, that's not what got me excited left.
3: <laughs>
1: we got to the end. He's an early enrollee. And we asked this young man, what do you expect coming in when you get here in January? You know what he said, Lev? What did he say? He, he said, I'm taking somebody's job. I said, This Ooh, is what I'm I
2: talking about. I said, Oh my God.
1: I said, Oh my God. I said, This is what we need in Notre Dame. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't need the nice dudes anymore. We had enough no. nice dudes on these oh, nice guys. Give me a dude. That's, this dude said, I'm taking somebody's job. Ooh, That's that sounds just, good, boy. I said, Oh my God and he
2: he's a freshman you. he didn't he, he didn't say he didn't say no. i'm just glad to come in and try to learn and develop and nope. and be a great four for 40. he nope. didn't
1: say that nope matter of fact i'm going to get permission to play the clip for you on the show tomorrow so you can see it love the oh, young man shoot. flat out said dude i almost got up out of my chair <laughs> in the middle of the interview and walked out the office <laughs> did you know how I said, man, you got to be, this is what we have been
2: begging. He didn't now, say take nobody's job, Sean. He didn't say nope, that. Nope. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: Sean, I know he came in and said he want to work hard, learn from the older guys, you know, red shirt, you know, get under, what they say. Uh, be a, a wing, uh, be under somebody's wing, you know. No, he didn't say, that's the standard. Left.
1: this man looked at us with dude, <laughs> he, dude he was serious left this man was like oh I'm I'm coming to take somebody's job I said God I said this you is said, a Notre Dame I said this is a Notre Dame kid I said man <laughs> are you allowed to talk like that yeah yeah are you allowed to say stuff like that right like are the administration, are they gonna see this interview and they gonna tell you, man? Hey man, you might you might you have to calm down. Yeah, Chad Bowen to get you
2: up and say, Hey, we need you to stay under wraps. Man, because I don't think I've ever heard that from a
1: recruit in the last five or six years. Oh, I'm thank you. Sean community. paulus Sean Paulus was watching the show. He literally said, I'm taking somebody's spot. <laughs> <laughs> Flat left. I'm telling you, bro. I wanted to get up. Ah. I wanted to throw stuff around in my office. I was like, yes. oh, my God. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Finally
2: some attitude, bro. Right. We we got a a, a guy. We right that the position. behavior records.
1: Yes. Oh, yes.
2: man. We're we right on spot.
1: we right uh, on and, spot. And he's 6'3", I said, oh. The measurables <laughs> was, as soon as you said, it's 330. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And we don't have to. We don't have let to me, put no weight me, on him. Let me let me go back. Him? We just shape it up. Let, let me go back and act like it's Sunday all over again. That's Wait right. a minute.
2: Wait That's a minute.
1: Right. Wait a minute. That's right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Six three mm-hmm. three thirty in the middle.
1: Hey, left. Hey, man. He might Look be the here, biggest man. dude
2: on the team when he comes.
1: <laughs> Y'all, excuse me. I have to take a little praise break right quick. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right. I mean, just a refreshing thing to hear. You actually want to come and. And 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 uproot somebody? You are not this just trying dude, to fall him line, like man.
1: Hey, hey. You trying to be out in three? You actually saying that? Jason. <laughs> oh, oh! You gonna wait, dude? Dude, this is another thing. This is this is why it's going crazy. I got it's two clips. I got to play for you. This dude said, "All I ever wanted to do in my life is play football. Oh and go no, he to the didn't. NFL. No, he didn't. He said that's it." Wait, we,
2: we, we got a guy that actually aspires yeah. to go to the league, not yeah. not have three degrees yeah. and yeah. an internship at Microsoft in the summer yep. And, and, yep. and and trying to travel on the boat. And, yep. and he said, I want to just play foot and at Notre Dame.
1: What's mm-hmm. his grade like? What's his grade mm-hmm. I know
2: I know Marcus Freeman had to pull one on this one. He had to make a phone call upstairs. Hey, he chose
1: he shows Notre Dame over Florida. What? Florida State. No, he didn't. Uh, and Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. He did what Justin what Justin Scott couldn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, I got to watch the tape ASAP. Mhm. 6333. Finally. Out of mm-hmm. out of a right good a good spot. Not Wyoming, not Minnesota, Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. not Canada, not Mexico. He actually got one from the
1: Well, oh, so, you, he- you know me. We- his first year was up in Canada. Oh, okay. So him and his parents, so he could get better, came down during his freshman year, in the middle of his freshman year, and they brought him to Florida. Okay, so there was, so so there was a caveat. He's a Canadian. We flat, no, no, no. We flat out asked him, yo, how did you, like, man, what was your transition like? I said because the transition for Chase Claypool actually took place when he got to Notre Dame. When he got there. I said, your transition took place in high school. Like, yo, how did you become the player that you are, the dominant player? He said, I got my butt kicked. Oh, he, he, he went he there a little. He said, when I was young, I was getting my butt kicked. He's like, dude, I was playing and starting when I was 15, 16. And I yeah. got my butt kicked by 18-year-olds. He yeah. said, that's how I got better.
2: Wow. wow. I said, "This we this,
1: have is found a, one. this is a dude. Oh, my God every year they, yes, dude, yes, yes. it was the greatest recruit interview of all time for me yeah, yeah. he didn't hit you with the humble, and he all because i said dude they used to call lewis nicks irish chocolate i said we got to get you a nickname he said they already got one for me said, i said what he said yeah the fans call me big bear i said oh yeah dog I said, okay, oh, okay. So he even knows his nickname so Oh, yeah, So, Bear right. is already on his Twitter feed yeah, and his ready. profile. Ooh. I said, yeah, he ready. I said, he ready. Well,
2: we read, I don't want to see, though. We need to trust him. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. He, need to, he need to just throw him out Talk there just it. for the aesthetic. Talk about it, love. Give me the aesthetic of 63330 running out there. Because at that point, now we can ask some questions. Mm-hmm. Because I believe mm-hmm. the impact instantly, just from measurables alone, is going to result in a, in a in a positive effect. We not don't have no slim chicken leg D linemen that you know are not showing a, a pushback on the O line. Three thirty is hard to move. Yes, we ain't even talk about football. We just saying six three three thirty is not an easy thing to move around. No and for a kid to know he had to go to the to the to the the thick of it he said i can't get better up here i gotta go where they where they go where they go talk about football for real mm-hmm. and he's embodied it and it was humbled enough yeah oh yeah we 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 we, we got to see this
1: there you go love this is this this is singing fan.
2: sevillano
1: That's three thirty, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's three
1: thirty.
2: Yeah, yeah. See that? See that push was all I needed to see. Yeah. Because I could see that on the on Saturday.
1: Guard can't hold you. you
2: just you just mowing him back. No Look him at back.
1: that. Two cats. Let me go and split this double team. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. That Dexter Lawrence. Oh, let me split that. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Three thirty with the with the jersey pulled up. You think the another- jersey tucked in? That's another double team split. Yeah, yeah. And he's quick.
2: Yep, yep. Getting that gap. I like the sack celebration. I like the TFL. He get up with a little life. He don't just roll over and get up. He get up screaming. You know, he gonna give you a little little dance or something. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, get off the double. Okay, get the set. Yeah. We might have got one in ones. Hmm,
1: since we talking one in one. one?
2: This swim move. TFL. Yeah, get back there. I got to see him in some pass now. I want to see him in some pass. Because the run defense is there. I want to see him throw that. I want to see him go against that pass. Let's see what he mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah, get him off of you. Here we go. I like the pure strength.
1: By the way, I think he uh, spots. Uh, it's on his profile. He's already uh, at 650 squatting. Yep.
2: I just need that weight to stay the same.
1: Yeah. He said don't lose nothing, huh? Man,
2: don't lose that weight, man. Don't come in here, no 295. You done slammed up. Went to your trainer. No, 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 no. That is not what we're getting you for. We need you 330. Lean on people. Be that Dexter Lawrence for us. That Quentin Williams. Mm-hmm. I just like his forward movement. Man, getting pushed to the side. We got to rebalance. It's just straight up and down. Good retrace. Get to the football. There you go. Good effort. Yep, that's the push I want to see right there. That's, that's, it. It. that's it. That's, it. that's what I look Hey, that's all we go here to see. That's what I was waiting on. That's what I was waiting on, and we got it. We got it. He pushing it. He getting back there. Yes, yes, yes. That's what we want. <laughs> that one arm <laughs> extension where the center just can't hold him back. <laughs> we ain't had that, you know. We we done, you know. That's that Alabama type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finally Marcus Freeman. There you go. Get you one of them ones. Man.
1: It was a recruiting show, the recruiting hour that we do every Friday, myself and Ryan Roberts. Mm-hmm. Great interview with Sean Saviliano Jr. out of Tampa, Florida, man. Look, hey, bro. Just out of respect for Ryan Roberts, because you know, lefty, lucky lefty podcast, I'm comfortable doing what I want to do on my on my my, my show. That's right. Because that's our culture. That's right. That's what we do. We spin it different. If he had said that, if we were interviewing him and he had said that left, I would have got up and walked off. <laughs> I would have felt comfortable getting up and walking off because I would have been like, well, what this dude just say? What, yeah, what he, did he just say? Yeah, he said it's time he, to win. It goes back to what I was saying during the bye week. Everybody was panicking. I said, look, man, you can panic, but ask yourself. You can go position room by position room and ask yourself, is this position room in better shape with Marcus Freeman than it was at the end of Brian Kelly's tenure? And it's only one or two rooms that you can have a debate about. That's it. Only one or two rooms. And the fact that, yo, we need a big dude. We need a dude that's 330. And in the 25 class, they have a similar dude. That's three hundred and twenty. Davion yep, yep, Dixon yep. already committed in the twenty-five class. Yep, Notre Dame yep. and Marcus Freeman know what they need to take three hundred plus,
2: and that's it. I don't even, you know.
1: They they saw deep. the they saw the linebacker position first when he's oh, in DC. Yeah, they saw the quarterback position. <sighs> now they have to develop. Yes. Now. Twenty four, twenty five. They give you. They didn't get Justin Scott, but because they didn't get Justin Scott, they didn't settle. They said we're gonna go get in twenty four, twenty five. We're gonna go get, and they're trying to flip the kid from Georgia. When have you heard any coaching staff trying to flip a kid from Georgia? A team
2: that's trying to win. That's right.
1: Left. That's right. As as much panic. Don't let Kirby get comfortable. As much panic that exists right now, and this, do everybody's disenfranchised, and I keep telling people, relax, relax, because if he can't get it done with these next two recruiting classes,
2: it ain't, it ain't meant for it you ain't, it guys. ain't gonna
1: happen, it, it ain't, ain't gonna happen. Hey,
2: you gave a valiant effort at that point, man.
1: See, fans, I knew film of Sean Sabiliano Jr was going to make left and that comment i said boy i can't wait to tell left about this oh yes, yeah. wait i saved it too i didn't even spoil it i ain't even didn't even it.
2: spoil it you caught me off guard i, was, I, I didn't even text you talk about
1: no today i, I started you know i started to text you that in colorado like dude yo i said no no no, i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm wait for monday yeah 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 See. yeah yeah yeah, so Tyson Ford, Jason Anye, Riley Mills if you come back. Uh, Gabriel Rubio, Big K. Hey, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who. Somebody in trouble.
2: Yeah, somebody.
1: Young man said he's coming to take he's somebody. he's taking spots.
2: Spot. Yeah, he said he's taking spots. So that means somebody got to get out of the spot. He didn't
1: say, man, I'm coming in. I'm... I'm you know really learn the defense learn the playbook no 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 he said he said me and coach washington we already talk every week about what <laughs> oh, i need to know he made
2: Coach Washington work
1: no what i need what i need to do what i need to learn i'm already doing that yeah i'm already hey, doing that
2: i'm washington i'm like don't lose that 330 come in that do everything you got to do just come in 330 please
1: Come on. Yo, you guys are the best, man. Notre Dame fans are the best. LL Nation, man. You guys make the show great each and every day. You keep it lit. We got one Super Chat and a couple of questions left. Ryan Loftus with the Super Chat. Who had faster rise in coaching, Marcus Freeman or John Groot?
2: Well, rise to what? I mean, Marcus Freeman just got basically planted at the top of college football coaching space being at Notre Dame and you know, shout out John Groot, man, coming from Dayton. It's not it's not easy, but uh he made it happen.
1: So he's I like boy. both just, guys. Two Dayton guys. Throw that in there.
2: Two Dayton guys just trying to make it man. That's all. Dario
1: Jones, thank you for tapping in. There. Does Jimbo get another opportunity somewhere else in power five?
2: Yeah, he's like Doc Rivers, man. He's just gonna land at another team and have his run. I think that Jameis Winston uh team at Florida State uh locked him in to always having some type of gig in power five No different than Doc Rivers, you know, he might uh, jump on TV for a little bit, like Urban Meyer or something, and go right back to a P5 school, but Jimbo Fisher has locked himself in, at least for this decade, on, um, you know, finding the right spot. Now, it'll be interesting because he's going from one of the the best NIL places you can even be, so how does he work recruitment in a, I mean, it's just hard to find another place outside of Texas A&M that's giving you that much leeway in recruitment, so Maybe he's waiting for the right opportunity to go somewhere. Maybe he goes back to Florida in some aspect. But, you know, uh, it's an interesting position for him to be in. But, hey, it ain't easy to win in college football, even if you have all the money in then
1: I know one thing. Texas A&M is willing to buy his contract out and buy out somebody else's contract.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they said, we're going to be a good football team. We ain't going Man, out like that.
1: Like Jay. And your boy Jermaine DeBri- priest said, "Money ain't a thing." Oh no, money ain't a thing. Especially if you win in
2: fifty-one or whatever. in the next day, man. About that buyout, you're out of here. <laughs>
1: Jimbo was on the field like, "Yeah,
2: whoo save myself, shit."
1: Yeah, good game. Nah, bro,
2: should have scored a hundred.
1: <laughs> we thank TB Twelve. Hashtag Tom Brady. Can you give your honest opinion on how you would grade Sam Hartman's a performance? Easy,
2: easy, easy. A C because he's one for three for the games we signing for. Is that simple? All that other stuff don't even matter because we're supposed to be in a playoff contention spot right now. And like I said at the beginning of the year, if any year to do it, this is the year because Alabama Bowl isn't as you know locked in as as it's been in the previous years. And then I will take a. Provided Sam Hartman win them, two, them three games, mm-hmm. I'd take us going against uh, Georgia at the end of the year for all the marbles. At least I think we would have a better shot than the Alabama Bowl and all the the, the locked up uh, play that we have in the recent years. And I do think that um, a C is very – I say a C because it ain't better than Jack. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that no matter what he does for the rest of the season, it won't be better than what Jack's impact was, especially in the bowl game. We ain't got to that yet. So I do think that if Jack was a B plus, he's definitely a C. And it's it's unfortunate because, you know, they they sold him as if he was an A. We always said he was a tier four quarterback, so I'm not super surprised. I'm a little disappointed because I would I would think that you would see a a more passionate uh or more passion come from a guy getting elevated by everything around him. I mean, going from Wake Forest, where he was probably barely recruited, to being launched on the center stage and <laughs> and, and, and demanded to to win three games and five back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, late prime time. I mean, you can't ask for a better situation. So for Sam, literally you had everything in front of you. Heisman, playoffs, championship, good team, put. Receivers that you could have put on the map a little bit better. So, with all those included, you didn't meet the expectations. So that's that's just a C for me. Now, from a preference standpoint, I just I mean, hey, they like you look good, man. You got the dove, commercial, you got the beard, rocking, you know, all of that. But from a production standpoint, not better than Jack, hell. You probably wouldn't rank Top you probably bottom nine, ten in the last quarterbacks in the last decade. I mean, I wouldn't take him over Ev or Deshaun or me or Brandon or Ian or Jack or you know, like so from that aspect, if you just had to take us in a vacuum, what is he doing that that we couldn't or we didn't? Hell, so I think that uh, it was a nice try, but if we are going to do it again, let's have realistic expectations. You know, now I think if Sam came next year, we probably have a whole different synopsis on his season because of who we played. But this particular year is was dude season. Like you, you mm-hmm. had to be a dude to to be to get through Notre Dame schedule this particular year. So, from a dude aspect, he is not a dude. But if this was just a, another year in, in, in Notre Dame football, he, he'd be all right. I think he would have more success next year than this year. But he ain't going to be here next year, which is, you know, for a one-time deal, I think we got the the short end of the stick on that one.
1: Another super chat from my guy, Ryan Loftus. We thank you. Another one for the LL Network. Peace. Peace to you, my brother. That's right. Um... I feel comfortable I, jared parker in my opinion jared parker's not going anywhere that's just my opinion
2: yeah i mean you know i think yeah. you get another another stab at it yeah i don't think
1: he's going anywhere
2: and uh yeah he at least got another year so yeah i,
1: yeah. Yeah. I will I agree with this based upon Yeah. If we start getting 330 dudes, Mount Cody's, the linebackers are definitely about to eat. It's going to be up. It's going to be up, up, up. They're definitely about to eat. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Great show. Talking Marcus Freeman. um, Playmakers development versus recruiting. Playmakers and, you know, talking one of ones and talking next year's schedule and expectations for Notre Dame and and break down a Sean Sevilliano that almost made Malik jump out of his uh, shoes. Oh, man. <laughs>